0: Hello and welcome to the EM Over Easy podcast. I'm Andy Little. What you are about to hear is two previously recorded sessions that have been put together in regards to tips for new docs. We understand that the intern year is coming up rapidly and we wanted to get this section out sooner than later for all those incoming interns. We hope you enjoy the next couple minutes of awesome tips. So before we get to head into the medical stuff, I wanted to get a tip from Drew and one from John. We have interns starting in... what? I have less than 70 days of residency, so less than, less than 70
1: days. Oh, God, I only have 70 days to get in my schedule request for the first <laughs> <Yeah>. month. <laughs> I know some of these interns. Um,
0: what's your guys' – do you give them one piece of
2: advice for Oh, Drew, you go first. You go first. Yeah. I think my, my biggest advice to an intern is what they do before becoming an intern, which is to not worry about being an intern. Because nothing that you do in these last three months is going to make a difference in uh, how you perform in the hospital. You're going to learn more in the first week of being an intern than you are uh, in your last entire year of medical school. So just chillax, do something fun, and then uh, don't come in and be a douchebag.
1: <laughs> Always good advice. Don't be a that douchebag. That last point's a key. Yes, that's for the, for the entirety of your medical career. Okay, right,
2: but in particular, don't make me lay the smackdown on you in July. Because right. I've had to do that the last two years, and, and it just is not a good start.
1: Uh, we can talk about that later. Oh, uh, For sure. So uh, that that's actually very ethereal. So I'm going to go practical. So I'm going to give to you the best intern advice I ever got, which was from actually one of our uh, attendings, Dr. Uh, Kimberly Cunningham. <laughs> I said, "What what would be your your best piece of advice for me, as 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 an intern?" And I said with her the first day I worked with her, and she said pick a pair of jeans that you would like to remain the size in and put them on once a week despite wearing your scrubs because every (laughs) Sunday you'll have a frank reminder of the reality of residency and uh it was actually quite true it was pretty pretty amazing you know after about two weeks you go man these are getting a little uh around the middle and you know instead of getting to week four not being able to fit in them I had a reality check because you pretty much eat anything that's put in front of you um so, yeah, that would, be my, that would be my thing. It's simple, but, it, but it's effective. It's very true. It, too. it,
2: it also helps to counteract the, uh, the concept that when you don't wear pants, they shrink. So by constantly putting them on, the waist stays the appropriate size. Mm-hmm. It's a proven fact that if you just wear scrubs for a long period of time, all your dress clothes and your jeans shrink in size. It's not you necessarily getting bigger. It's just scientific. Scientific. Okay. Andy is so
0: blown away by these last two comments that he is literally speechless. So hashtag. Let's uh, you know it's intern years coming up for a bunch of folks. Uh, as an incoming chief, you know not only of our you know you'll be you and Drew will be chief over thirty other residents. What's your uh big advice to the incoming interns, from your perspective?
2: Uh, I mean, there, there's, there's so many different avenues you can go with advice for interns, but I think the big thing is just to remember that you're an intern. Oh. You're not going to know everything, and we don't expect you to. We just want you to work hard, try hard, learn. Yeah. And what, what that basically comes down to is, is use your seniors, push yourself to make sure that you're, you're learning and, and going out of your comfort zone a little bit, but don't go so far that you end up putting yourself in danger of someone else. Yeah. Uh, intern year was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Super busy, difficult yeah. to actually um, get sleep and, and have a, a normal life, but it's yeah. it was, I learned more in that year alone than, you know, the difference between a fourth year med student and someone who's just finishing intern year is yeah. incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, and everything you said is perfect. The only thing I would maybe add is, is that know that your intern year will set the tone for the rest of your residency. If by the end of intern year, you're a little sour about education or working or sour about your lack of vacation, you know that'll permeate on for the next three years. If over the, your intern year, you can't figure out how to manage family expectations of your time to where you're not going to be at every Christmas, you're not going to be at every birthday, you're going to miss Mother's Day, you're going to have to phone in sometimes or or Skype or Google Chat. If you can't get that figured out, that's just going to permeate the longer you're a resident. Yeah. So again, take take the first 365 days of residency to really kind of set an example for yourself and your family and your loved ones of what the next four years are going to be. Um, I mean, in reality, that's almost
2: like a setting an example for what the rest of your life, the rest be of your like. career. I, yeah. I, I learned that hands down my first year. Yeah. I didn't get to go home for Christmas. It was yeah. like one of the worst couple days. Like true, honest, like, depression, really sad because I was not home for the first time ever at Christmas. Yeah. And I kind of told my parents ahead of time, like, hey, can we do something different? We just didn't get it organized enough, and so I was by myself. We didn't do any Christmas together. Yeah. It was, it was tough. Yeah. And over the years, we've gotten better at it to the point where last year we just did a pre-Christmas because I knew I wasn't going to be off or yeah. it just wasn't going to work out. So we did a pre-Christmas a couple weeks ahead of time. Yeah. And it was amazing because we still did our Christmas stuff. We did everything. Yeah. It's just kind of made like my family over the course of the years have, has started to figure out, oh, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. And we just need to make adjustments for it. Yeah. And it's made all the difference. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, that's, that's a hundred percent. I think down the road too. Yeah
0: you're sour about stuff as an intern you need to figure out why you're sour because yeah you can be sour the rest of your life exactly yeah yeah no i mean i think one thing that that our our program director bill frazier does a really good job of doing is helping us if not because he can't force us to have work-life balance but helping us realize where we have our deficiencies in our work-life balance i think one thing that he always talks about is is that you know understand that this is not some emergency medicine is not something that you're just going to turn off one day it's literally going to be the next 35, to 30, 30 to 35 years of your life, and you can figure out a way to make it happy or figure out a way to be that miserable doc that shows up and people are like, oh, he's a good doctor, but his personal life is screwed up, and he just hasn't got it figured out. And so these are the four years to get it figured out. So. Gosh, I love our job, though. Yeah, no, it's... You know, I uh, my brothers. My brothers do various things. One, one's an IT guy, and uh, he always talks about if I'm happy with what I do. And uh, I, I'm just reminded of you know we had some high school kids come come to the hospital, and we did a little tour with them. And
2: Is that who was here
0: yesterday? Uh, no, it was a couple months ago. But oh, okay. Okay. No, no. yesterday was a high school kid though. They came. I was shot. like, who's this guy in a polo? A a young budding doctor to be. Um, But uh, some local high school kids came and we had a little panel with them and and somebody asked them uh, how long it takes to be a doctor. So I explained that between undergrad and medical school and then if you get a master's or a Ph.D. before you get back to medical school, you know, you could be 15, 12, a minimum 12 up to 15 years of postgraduate training before you graduate from residency. And somebody right They're like, oh, that's a really long time. And I was like, but the best thing is, is at the end of my 12 years, in addition to high school, I will spend the rest of my life doing exactly what I've always wanted to do. And to me, that is amazing. You know, I, I have brothers that have been out of out of college for that long. I've got siblings and brothers-in-laws, and they are still trying to find exactly what they love. Yeah, my brother's in the same boat. He yeah. went to undergrad, did his thing, kind of just
2: got a job afterwards because it was a job, and it was... Great at the time, but now he realizes he needs something more, and so he's having to go back to school. Yeah. Um, which is good because he's excited about it, it's pumped because it's yeah. you know, something new, something fresh, and something yeah. he thinks he, he yeah. truly wants to do. Just took him a little bit longer to figure it out. Yeah. I, on the other hand, just decided, well, I'm just going to keep going
0: to school until I figure <laughs> it out <laughs> and generate as much debt as possible. That's right, that's right. As much debt as possible. But at the end of the day, we'll spend the next 30 years doing exactly what we love yeah yeah taking care of patients and you know occasionally getting to see some sick people and have a fun time doing it and uh, it's gonna be pretty awesome as always we hope that you've enjoyed this session of our podcast and we hope that you tune into us on soundcloud and we will soon be coming to itunes so we look forward to having you subscribe to us there you guys have a great day